570. In LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Pete. Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, good seeing you, Don. All right. So, Rodney, uh, I, I want to tell you this. I- I'm not going to share it on the air. I'm not going to do that. But uh, Shocker. But no, I'm not going to share this on the air. Uh, Don Martin was just in here. And uh, he had some very specific thoughts <laughs> on uh, on some of our our opinions on topics today. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He was in here. And he, he shared his feelings. Okay. And, and, you know what? And here's what I'll say on the air. Because Kevin walked in to hear it as well. I said, let's revisit this conversation. Don... <laughs> I hope we're on the delay. Yeah, Ronnie just freaked. Uh, he's still in there. No. Oh, thank you. Anyway, the walls yeah. have ears, Fred. Yeah, we'll always we'll, know that. We uh we will revisit that conversation down the road. That's all I want to say. All right. Now, after what we've just endured, we need spirituality. We need to come together as a people. And there's only one man that can provide that. That man is Victor Brick. With the daily haiku at two. And Vic, good afternoon. Tranquility through the tumult. Good afternoon, Fred. Hello, Vic. Good afternoon, Rodney Peter. BDB. Mm hmm. I think he should be ashamed of himself. Why? 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 I don't get it. I really don't. Must he be yeah, monitored on a moment-to-moment basis? That's absurd. Absurd. I think you called it, Rodney, absurd. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have control of the toys, Fred. Yeah, Fred. My mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney Show. Please put your hands together. Show the love. It's Kevin Figures now. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Having the time of his life. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) My mistake. He's having a field day today, right now. With that Tremendous, day. yeah. He's the master of all audio, time, and space. Please, show the love. It's Ronnie Fascio. Yay, yay. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Rodney. I don't know. I don't know. Come on now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still shell-shocked from what happened earlier. Get it together. <laughs> a little shell-shocked. What happened earlier? Seven deep breaths. Seven deep breaths, Fred. Seven deep. Okay. Do what I do. All right. Okay. 
seven deep. Uh, I don't hear you breathing. No, I'm breathing. It's internal breathing. Okay. All right. Internal? Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, I am really stoked and very happy about these new Dodger uniforms. It's going to be debuted uh, tomorrow at the stadium. This The City Connect uniforms. Nick, we're Have you guys seen them? We're giving them away tomorrow at our show. Are, are you kidding? They're all blue? I like them. All azul? Oh, what a master stroke. Yeah. I mean, it's such an... You're not just celebrating, you know, the incredible uh, Latino fan base of the Dodgers, but in the 40th anniversary of Fernando Mania, and think back, you know, when the Dodgers came from Brooklyn back in the day, there hasn't been many changes to the uniforms. It's been very consistent because it's such a beautiful uni... Uh, standing alone. But now suddenly, these new versions will be in full effect tomorrow and Saturday at the Ravine. And I, I love the fact of the uh, homage to the city culture uh, with, with the sleeves being, being adorned. Yes. In sort of a spray-painted motif. I'm, I'm very excited about uh, the City Connect uniforms. All azul, all blue, yep. tops and bottoms. I've, we've never seen that. That's very cool. That is, oh, just beautiful. Yeah, and also tomorrow at our show, 3rd Street Promenade, 1300 block, right around Brookstone, uh, noon to 3. We're giving away those jerseys. We're giving away Dodger tickets for Saturday's game against the Mets. We're giving away Charger tickets for the game on Sunday against the 49ers. We've got a ton of stuff to do tomorrow, Vic. We're, we're going to have a great show. We want to invite everybody down to spend some time with us in Santa Monica. Beautiful. Are you kidding me, Santa Monica? Not, not just a gorgeous place to hang out, but now the Dodger party with you guys. Begins at 10 a.m. Am I correct? But before even the show starts, you can see... It's an all it's an all day affair. No? Yes. 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 Oh yes. But you guys are going to be doling out some uh, fabulous prizes, and those uniforms are just uh, precious. Speaking of precious, did you guys see Otani's son last night? I know it's t- last night that you know the Angels were on the verge of sweeping the Tigers. I think they were up thirteen ten in the in the ninth. They were down ten two today, and they came back, but. That's not the story. The story is Otani-san, of course, saying, you know, I got you Jack Morris right here last night. Imagine, 40 home runs in his 40th, in eight brilliant innings, eight strikeouts, no walks. He doesn't walk anybody anymore. Remember early in the season, he'd walk like three guys in the first inning? Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. He's changed his whole approach to, to his pitching. He doesn't walk anybody. He just gets guys out early, and then at like sixth inning, he starts throwing the splitter, and forget about it. It's done. It's over. You're not going to get to Otani's side. If you don't get to him early, eight innings, eight strikeouts, no walks, picks up his eighth win, his eight and one, ERA under three, a runaway MVP. Uh, it's just, uh, this is beyond Bambino, everybody. This is, uh, this is uh, crazy stuff that Otani's son is doing. 
I told you guys before the season, get ready for a very special season because he's he's healthy. He's healthy. He looks strong, doesn't he? He looks very strong. And what a classy response, you know, to the Jack Morris debacle, saying, you know, it doesn't affect me, but, you know, the Tigers are in a very tight situation because he is a Hall of Famer. Just a very, very classy response from Otani's side. He, you know, by all accounts, he's a pretty classy guy. And what what an incredible year. I mean, think about this. Guy yeah. has a home run last night and pitches eight innings and wins. It, it's mind-boggling. <laughs> it is. It, uh, you know, I know we're right in the thick of it. So, we don't, you know, the world is looking at this, at this season and just everyone's freaking out. We're so close to it. We're so used to what he's doing every day. He got a couple hits today, a couple singles, sack fly, but... You know, he's, he has 40, 88. 40 and 88. Yeah. And we still got 40, what, 40 games left this season? Yeah. He might go 50. You know, 50, 50 and 100. 50, 100, yeah. 50, 100. Maybe win 10, 11 games. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's insane. He could have a triple it, it, it is. Speaking of insanity, how about Max Muncy, my man Max Muncy? Yes. I mean, talk about muy caliente hot. Yeah, don't step to us on Max Muncy. He's our guy, too. Right? Yeah. Five homers last four games. He is definitely but, you know, everyone, you know, Everyone's going, to Seager. You know, let's not forget Corey Seager. You know, since he came back from the broken hand, I mean, he, he's been right in the groove, man, squaring everything up since he came back. Do you remember, Rodney, we were doing the show at Hollywood Park, and Max Muncy came down. He had his wife with him. Anyway, I... I he had not played a lot of second base at that point. And he was at second base. And a guy slid into second, and Muncie looked like he gave him a little bit of the business down there. I mean, it was a bad decision to slide into second because Muncie basically just put it on him. And and I asked him, I said, you like doing that, don't you? And he goes, oh, I love it. You know, I played linebacker in football. Right. I love that. You do not want to mess with Max Muncie. If anything happens, it, it, you know, if somebody's going to start chirping, if there's a problem, the guy I want right behind me is Max Muncy. That is my guy. Yes, sir. Because he will go to war with you. Bale a bear, man. You know, he's a football player turned baseball yeah, player. Yeah. Right? He doesn't take it. He just won't take it. Uh, when, he, when he took Bumgarner, when he was a hated one, you know, into the ocean. Uh, what an amazing moment! And you know, is he want the ball go to the you know he want the ball go to the you know go get it in the ocean go start kayaking yeah yeah and the thing about him is Muncie is fearless he uh, he, he he just is fearless lefty righty he doesn't care he doesn't care and he, he's he's such a quality at bat you know you're going to get a quality at bat. From from Max and all the Dodgers. I mean, that's the way they they, they grind you, grind you, grind you, grind you, and then Kenley makes you nuts. That's really my synopsis of the Dodgers season: grind, 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 and then Kenley makes him we loco. That's really how I look at this season. I mean, it's a great season. We're, we're winning a lot of games, but that seems to be the mo. No. Yeah, but if you could avoid the Kenley makes you loco, it would be a lot easier on everybody. Well, listen. The ninth inning, man, those three outs are so hard to get. It's hard. Yeah. Those three outs, man. 
the three toughest outs. I mean, and you got to have the right mentality. Kenley's got the right mentality. You just, you know, the other team, you know, like Rodney likes to say, they get paid too, man. Yeah, yeah, they do. They get yeah, paid. They They're not going to let the Dodgers just, you know, roll over them. That's why the Mets are wounded animals. I really, I know we swept them in Queens, but, the, you know, the general manager, Steve Cohen, sent a blistering uh, tweet, you know, degrading them, saying that they, you know, basically are playing lousy baseball. kind of woke them up a little bit. They got that one run in the ninth yesterday to tie up the hated ones. And then, you know, with nuts and extras and beat the hated ones. And thank you, Mets, for the finally applying a loss to the Giants. So we're three back. But they hear us coming. The hated ones know we're, we're well, right hear there. It. They hear us. And that brings me to today's haiku. Okay. Issa. Oh, you're going with Issa. Okay. Oh, Issa. You guys wait, remember wait. Issa? One of the, one, Fred, one of the, you're not excited about Issa? No, I am. I'm just concerned that it's one we've already heard. No, you've never heard this one. This is uh, from Issa, I-S-S-A. Yes. Issa. Haiku for you this Wednesday, August the 18th, as the music continues to envelop your soul, no? Yes. This music that we're hearing? Yes. That we've heard every day for three consecutive years? Exactly. Doesn't it? it number one, it just envelops you. Yes. It wraps you in a cocoon of yes, serenity, so I believe. No? Yes, it does, Vic. And that's why, Fred, your interruption with the pushing of the buttons affects my mood. My mistake. When I listen to the... There you go. There it is again. Again. Can't help it. Even when I'm trying, you and I are trying to spit some knowledge to him, Vic. He's still pushing exactly. buttons. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do, Rodney? We're trying to spit some knowledge to you, Fred. Enlighten you. Try. Bring you exactly to clarity. Exactly right, Rodney. Bring you to clarity. I'm the dean. Okay. Yes. Vic, are you getting a call <laughs> at this time of clarity in this cocoon? Uh, it's, it's from Braintree, Massachusetts. Vic, is that your cell phone? <laughs> from it's, where? It sounds like a phony phone call to me. Vic, answer it's it. From where, Vic? Find out who they are. Answer no, don't it right answer now. it. Don't answer no, it. Spam, no, I don't Vic. answer no. it. You know, I don't answer phone calls. Fred, I don't know the origination. There's a lot of spam going on. You know on <laughs> and, and not good spam, you know. Vic, you answered a call one day from an auto repair company. And we said, why did you answer it? And you said, I thought it was important. And then yeah, you I thought didn't I knew the guy. Yeah, but no, Vic, you didn't even have a car to be repaired. But you answered that. Now you get a call from Massachusetts, and you don't want to answer it. I have more clarity now than I did then. Okay. This haiku for you from Issa. I-S-S-A on this Thursday, August the 19th. Just one man and one fly in this enormous guest room. I'm feeling you. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> Did you say just one man and one fly? Fly. Like and a... not Jeff Goldblum from The Fly. I'm just... <laughs> Not that fly, just a fly, an ordinary, common, mundane 
housefly. <laughs> what man? It see, was fly in the room, in the guest room. <laughs> in the guest room. See, Issa, well, Issa was criticized for his uh, his style. It was very, very uh, uh, real. He kept things real. And they real say he simple. was unkempt. Real simple. Like his, 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 his kimono was wrapped up all over his head. Right. But he's one of the great ones. But uh, he was criticized for his uh, style. They say he was a mess. He was a wreck. Oh. Sitting in this room. But I love Issa. I love Issa. You I, know, it's just one of my faves. I got one. I got an Issa for you. Can I yeah. have the music, Ronnie? You got the music for me, please? Okay. Thank you. Let's have some clarity. This is kind of like an Issa. Sitting in this room. Four walls. A feeling you. Not bad, Fred. I mean, Nick, I can start writing those. That's not that hard. Absolutely. And they would be, they would, they would be uh, correct because they came from your soul. Yes. Vic, they'd be, they'd be relevant. Vic, you don't need to have a lot of soul to say there's a fly in a room and I'm the only guy in there with it. Listen, if you could, if you could, you know, put a tissue in front of the camera last night and say who, who's bidding uh, on my tissue, I think you, you can get away, Fred, with writing haikus. You, you saw that? I thought it was very, I thought it was cute, very cute. Thank you. You want to know something funny? That was a as a takeoff on, on the messy tissue, no? Yeah, messy yeah. with the tissue, and they put it up for auction for a million dollars because you get his genetic material. So I did this yeah. story, and then I pulled out a tissue. I said, look, uh, if you want my genetic material, it'll cost you 50 bucks. A guy leaves me a message at Channel 4 on the voicemail, which I never check, which was odd, so I checked it. And he said, uh, we saw the bit. Um, we're not giving you $50 for your uh, tissue but we are going to donate $50 to veterans. Oh, as a nice. way of, very yeah. nice. That's, yeah, and I thought that was sweet. really classy. Really very classy. classy. Yeah. That's a beautiful move. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll get into haikus next, Vic. Listen, all you can do is, uh, you know, search your soul, go to your inner nature, and see what comes out. All right, I got one more. Okay. I got one hmm. more. Okay. All right, here we go. It's called Gilding the Lily Friend. All right. Sitting in this chair. Knee surgery. My foot is swollen. I'm feeling you. Oh, see? That works. That, what in the world was that? <laughs> Kevin, uh, you, you want to explain what happened? On that one, please? I was so uh, overtaken by your very <laughs> tranquil and um, amazing haiku that I couldn't even control myself. I almost knocked the gong off the table. All right, we're going to do it slip, right? We're going to get everybody caught up on what's happening real quick when we come back. Yes? Yes. All right, we'll do it slip next. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to 3. Bogan and Rodney. You feel good? There's so much bone, brother. Yes. Having ourselves a funky good time. I love it, Rodney. Rodney Pete. Fred Rogan. On a throwback Thursday. Okay, Rodney, so let's update the location of tomorrow's show. Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Don't look for the Brookstone store. Oh. 
They closed. But where it was located was 3rd Street in Arizona. So that's where we're going to be. 3rd Street in Arizona tomorrow, noon to 3. We've got the Dodger tickets, the Charger tickets, the new City Edition jerseys for the Dodgers. All to give away. We're giving it to If you're there, you get it. That's how we'll do it. If you show up for the show, that's where we're going to give it away. We're not doing it on the air. So we want to see you tomorrow, noon to 3, 3rd Street Promenade in Santa Monica. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought to my buddy David Bavani. If you have a problem, he's got an answer. He'll fix it. He's the best attorney in town. That's why he's our attorney, Jacob M. Ronnie. Accident or injury, call Jacob M. Ronnie. Call Jacob. And of course, the big story that is still trending, Trevor Bauer, the woman who uh, had the uh, sexual assault allegations against him, was seeking a permanent restraining order. That was denied earlier today. Uh, the, rule, the judge saying Bauer did not pose a threat to the woman and her injuries were not the result of anything that she verbally objected to. We spent a lot of the first hour talking about this, revisited it with Vassay, but clearly the biggest story of the, story of the day so far. Yeah, and now here's the bottom line. And, you know, we took those calls in the first hour and we said, would you want to see him back on the mound for the Dodgers? Rodney, I think it was about 50-50. Fair? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. There were, there were I would surprisingly number of folks that, that were okay with him coming back. Yeah. Remember, that was to extend a temporary restraining order. That was not to determine if he's going to be charged with anything. That's a criminal investigation. Pasadena police are conducting theirs, and Major League Baseball is conducting theirs. So, for Trevor Bauer today, the restraining order is waived. It's over. But those other investigations continue. Vic? Well, listen. I'm sure we're all, you know, mentally fatigued, uh, you know, from the court proceedings. But uh, it was a victory for Trevor Bauer on the surface, maybe. But the journey continues. For me, it's murky Michigas. You know, this comes down to two words. Now what? I think that David Vassay uh, really, really nailed it when... uh, DV said it's now up to Major League. Major League Baseball holds the uh, you know the, the final destination, not the Dodgers. It's up to MLB to decide the fate of Trevor Bauer. Now, when it comes to the Lakers, the Four Letter Network had a poll made up a pa- made up of a panel of about ten NBA scouts and executives. They had a wide range of topics, but one that stood out was who was the best player in the NBA. Headed into the 2021-22 season. Mm. It turned out to be a tie, actually. Five votes each going to Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant. So, of course, LeBron James catches wind of this. He ends up tweeting out, hashtag superwashed, along with a trash can emoji. He would later tweet, thank you, in all caps, as if I didn't need more, with a gas pump emoji, basically as if I didn't need more to be gassed up. He said, hashtag washed along with a crown emoji. LeBron James taking notice of the fact that he has not been voted as the best player headed into next season in the NBA. Does it matter? No. Do we care? First, (laughs) he's probably not the best player heading into the season. So, that's fair. And what I learned is Kevin Durant loves emojis. You mean LeBron James? Oh, was that LeBron? That was LeBron tweeting that, not Kevin Durant. Oh, I thought Kevin Durant was one of the players 
who oh, was I voted thought Kevin as the Durant best. was also commenting. I'm sorry. No. So LeBron tweeted all those emojis. Yes. Well, I guess we've learned LeBron really loves emojis. We we know two things. He's not the best player going into the season, and he loves emojis. That's what we know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, we, everybody likes predictions. Best two players going into the season. Best, best team going into the season. Who's going to win it? Nobody knows. Nobody knows until you do it, and it rotates every single year. How many times do we go back and forth? Best player on the planet. Best player this year is go. Oh, this is it. It doesn't it doesn't matter and you know i'm sure there's motives for why lebron responded so hard but yeah it, it really doesn't matter i love the fact that lebron gets angry and stimulated when his his name is not in the, given of the proper respect whatever it takes on his name they, the next level, man. If, if LeBron can take himself to the next level, what, this will be his 17th season? He's 36, going on 37. Whatever it takes. I'm gl- I'm, I'm happy that he's upset, you know, that uh, the Greek freak and KD is getting the love and he doesn't. Because that means he'll be out, you know, with a little extra, you know, pep in that step and motivating the Lakers into the next uh, championship ring. I dig that. You know, people think he's satiated. No, he has the hunger. And as I like to say, and, and get the, get that gong ready, K-Fig, a painting of a rice cake does not satisfy hunger. Well put, Vic. You go, LeBron. Now, moving on to the NFL. We remember Dan Campbell, the new head coach of the Detroit Lions. Yes, yes, he's a freak. Knees off and all that stuff. Well, he had a tough decision the other day. They decided to cut loose longtime long snapper Dan Molbeck. Now, he turned Mm. 40 years old yesterday, and it was yesterday that he found out that he was being cut. And a lot of people were really upset by that. So Dan Campbell was asked about that earlier today. (laughs) Here's what he said, quote, I'm an a-hole, so that's about the best way I can put it, and I hate it. There's no way around it, really. So yeah, you can see that you can say that that's true, but ultimately it does fall on me. It's my fault. Don's a hell of a dude. It sucks, but it is what it is. Um, was Dan Campbell wrong for cutting Dan Mulback, a two-time Pro Bowler, 17 years with the Lions, cutting him on his 40th birthday, Fred? Well, when are you going to cut him? A day after? Maybe would have landed a little bit better. I mean, it sucks that that happened it, it's, it's terrible it's like one time at channel four there were these fires and they sent the reporters out and they worked like i don't know 24 consecutive hours i mean they they killed themselves on these fires this is a long time ago and uh, joe rico was the reporter and he was out there and he was covering this thing literally all day consecutively he's exhausted he comes back to the station and back then we all had mailboxes so you walk and you check your mailbox oh there's a letter for me you're gone. They put a letter in his mailbox after he'd been out 24 consecutive hours covering this thing. And it said, well, uh, your contract's not renewed. You're done effective immediately. No one told him. No one talked to him. It's hard. I mean, you don't want to fire somebody like that. You don't want to tell somebody they're cut on their birthday. But I think Dan Campbell summed it up properly. He's obviously... But he's an a-hole? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think he probably summed it up well, right? Yeah, it's not going to go well in Detroit. 
Um, <laughs> just there's better ways of doing it, especially for a guy that's been in the league that long, and, and the guy being in that league in the league that long, playing that position as a long snapper, you know if he's going to be your guy or not. And my fault with that is that if you know that, or you know how much he's fallen off, that you got to make a change. But you make that change prior to training camp, prior to the season start. Don't string him along into training camp and and then cut him on his birthday i think he just probably deserved more respect than that because he's he is a long snapper which is a specialty position that guys do last in the league playing that position but you you know if you're going to keep that guy or you got his replacement you know that before the season starts you know that before training camp starts give him the respect and tell him hey you're coming back or you're not coming back but don't cut him on his birthday this Campbell is a real freak show, isn't he? Ever since he got to the Lions in that first press conference, he he went nuts. Basically, I mean, he's a he's a fun mess to watch, but you know, cutting you know one of the the Lion veterans, who I'm sure has incredible respect and love in the locker room on his 40th birthday, a long snapper, that makes absolutely zero sense. Like you say, Rodney, it's a specialized skill, and you, you can long snap till you're 50. You stay in shape, and I'm sure you know, this long snapper, I don't know who he was, be very anonymous, you know, a long snapper is anonymous. Yeah, most of them are. Right? And, but yeah. the Campbell, to pull the trigger on, on the dude's birthday, man, it's a lack of respect. And he basically uh, called himself out, like, yeah, I am a schmuck. And that's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. All right, Rodney, let's give away Charger tickets right now. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Uh, we've got three, four packs of tickets for the game Sunday night against the 49ers at SoFi. 866-987-2570. How do you want to do it? What call our numbers? Eight. And? Ten. And? Fourteen. Okay. Rodney Peace, an athlete. Rodney Peace, a father. Rodney Peace, an LA icon. Rodney Peace, and this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM 570, LA Sports. Oh, yeah. There it is, Fred. Absolutely. All right, we've given the tickets away. You'll have a chance to win more tomorrow at the live show in Santa Monica, 3rd Street Promenade. Before we get out of here, let's bring on Tim Never. You hear him here on AM570 doing play-by-play with Rick Monday. Does some games on Sportsnet LA. Tim, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. I'm so glad to be here, Fred. Rodney, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. And, of course, you've come out with a book, COVID Curveball. Uh, it's a great book. Why did you write this? How did you get started? Well, during the quarantine last year, after spring training shut down, we had no idea what we were going to have for baseball season, if, if any at all. And so I thought I would start journaling and keeping track of it. I didn't know you know, exactly what my role was going to be and how much time I'd have to do it. Turned out I had more time than I thought. So I'd write every day. And then once we started summer camp and then went to the exhibition games and then the regular season, I just started writing every day what I saw, what I observed, what was different about baseball, what was 
you know, going through uh, all the testing and protocols and just how strange and odd it was and what the Dodgers had to do to stay on top of everything so that they could have a chance to win a World Series. And, you know, it took till game six till they had a positive test. But uh, they were much more fortunate than many other teams. And we chronicle all that in the book. And, you know, each game is chronicled as well as a lot of different baseball stories. And, um, you know, what we did as broadcasters, too, behind the scenes and what that was like, not only when the team was home, but when they were on the road. How did we do it and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, it's, it's a ton of stuff about the Dodgers. Uh, there's a lot of other baseball things in there, too. But um, I think what Dodger fans are really like is uh, the forward that Oral Hershiser wrote, he did an unbelievable job on this forward that he takes us into his brain back in 1988 when he steps on the hill ready to deliver the final pitch of the World Series. And, uh, you know, I think people really enjoy what Oral had to write, too, at the beginning of the book. Yeah, no doubt. And no doubt it was a crazy, crazy season. And I do want to ask you maybe to, to, to share, you know, what you thought was maybe, without giving too much away, uh, that was – one of the crazier moments or different moments of that entire year? <laughs> well, uh, some of the on-the-field stuff, uh, obviously just being in the ballpark, uh, especially when the team was on the road and it was dark and there was nobody around and we're calling games from the booth. And then you go out to the, to the uh, parking lot after the game and there's a coyote standing there 20 yards from <laughs> that's come down from the hills. You know, just weird things like that that happen. You know, like where – uh, you know, where my partner Rick Monday was, was staying during the quarantine or during the uh, COVID season and where he stayed for part of this year. You know, I think people would be really surprised and they'd probably laugh, uh, get a good kick out of it. But um, there's just a, a lot of different things that happened off the field. On the field, I mean, I, I tip my cat to the players, Rodney, because once they got between the lines, all those other distractions seemed to go out the window. I mean, they played hard. They played baseball at a major league level and did a great job with it. But still, it was just so odd. It was like the twilight zone of baseball in 2020. And uh, there were just so many things that, that went on. You know, like when the Houston Astros were here, right? Like what was going on in the sky above Dodger Stadium during batting practice the two days the Astros were here with no fans last year? Um, that's uh, something that was absolutely wild, too. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Rick and I were looking up from the booth going, you got to be kidding. Uh, so, just 2020 was a, a year that was so difficult, but in order to get through it, uh, you know, to provide a big distraction, uh, a good distraction, an entertaining distraction, people had to do a lot of different things around baseball just to provide games so that people could have something to watch other than, you know, COVID news on TV. All right, Tim, uh, our time is short, unfortunately. What do you want readers to take away from the book? Well, I'd like them to take away how different it was, what the Dodgers had to do, how they went over and above Major League Baseball's protocols in order to get to the World Series and then their trip to the World Series, what happened in Game 6, that ultimately uh, they were, you know, maybe uh, helped out a little bit by analytics, uh, some other things. But I think just to show how different it was during the first World Series championship since 1988, uh, and, and again, it's chronicled every day and there's quotes, a lot of quotes in there from players and Dave Roberts and so on and so forth. A lot of stories that people wouldn't know, but I just think people need to see how different 2020 was from any other baseball season. It's COVID curveball. Where can folks get it? Right now, the easiest thing to do, go to Amazon. You can get the hardcover, Kindle, audiobook. Uh, it's on Audible. Um, 
and for uh, for I've got a limited number of copies uh, since we can't do book events right now due to COVID. So if people reach out to me on Twitter or uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, um, I, we can tell them how to get a signed copy at this point in time. But um, that, those are the ways to get them right now. But uh, August 31st, it'll be in all the bookstores, and uh, it's available for pre-order right now on Amazon. Outstanding. Tim Never, thanks for coming on. Congrats on the book. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it very much. Rodney, great talking to you. You too. Okay, one of the voices of the Dodgers, Tim Never. It's a good book. Pick it up if you get a chance. Yeah, COVID curveball. Okay, that's it for us today. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. This is it. Where are we going to be, Fred? Where are we going to be? Third Street Promenade, Santa Monica. It'll be third and Arizona. That's where our setup will be. Uh, The show starts at noon. We're giving away tickets to the Dodgers on Saturday, to the Chargers on Sunday, and we're giving away the City Edition Dodger jerseys. The only way you're going to get that is if you show up. And if you get a chance to stop by, we'd like to meet a lot of you. I mean, you've been with us for a while now. We haven't been out. Let's get together and have a good time. Rodney, Kevin, thank you. Outstanding as always. Rodney, see in Santa Monica tomorrow. Absolutely. Plea bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the bin. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say, To live and die in LA.